Welcome back to another episode of Swindlers. I am your con, Ethan Miller. And I'm the Mark, Josh Gruber. And today we are for sure finishing our... <laughs> yeah, this is the one. This is it. We're finishing our series on Attila Ambrose. It has gone on way too long. And I feel like You I, know what? I'm sick of it. I feel I'm like just going to start making shit up. <laughs> I feel like I kind of owe people an apology for my state of intoxication on the last episode. Um... So yeah, I'm that's gonna give, it. I'm going to give a, a brief recap. There you go. <laughs> Just brief. The, the, the whiskey bandit will drive you to drink. Yeah. yeah. So, um, through the episode last episode, we had um, Ambrose had been caught on the border, had spent some time in jail, was doing media interviews, and gaining like public affection. He was using that to get people to smuggle him in whiskey and some other food. And after, I don't even remember, the t- after a long period of time, he realizes that they hadn't charged him for all of the robberies he confessed. Because he immediately confessed everything. Right. And realized. That was the game. Right. As Omar says, that's the game. That's the game. Um, uh, when he realizes that they're going to charge him for attempted murder on top of the rob- the bank robberies. He decides he's going to bust out. Just decides he's going to do it. So mm-hmm. one day after they lock him up, a few minutes go by. Just enough time for the guard to smoke a cigarette. And when he walks back up, he realizes that the jail cell is empty. And then the, <laughs> the guard's first response was to go running was to go running down the corridor. Without, without hit sounding any of the alarms, he just goes running down the corridor and yells... Lock up the knives. <laughs> um, so when they get to the when they get to the crime scene, it's it's on the third floor or no, it was like fourth floor, fourth floor of the prison itself is the warden's office where he'd been doing all of his interviews, and they find a series of um, of bed sheets as well as. Um, all of the fax machine, telephone, computer, anything that had a cord was all like ripped to shit. <laughs> and a series of bed sheets that are going out the window, leading down to a 17-foot drop because the rope wasn't long enough. <laughs> and Ambrose is gone. <laughs> um, yeah. No one, no one saw him escape, but Ambrose did break his ankle. And immediately goes into hiding with his ex-girlfriend, Eva, who I don't think we actually talked that much about. Well, he had so many. Yeah, he had a ton of girlfriends. Yeah. Um, and then she eventually kicks him out, and he contacts a, a writer for this newspaper who had written some genuinely um, positive articles about him and was hiding out in his house. <laughs> So he realizes that he needs roughly eighty-five to one hundred and ten thousand dollars to get fake papers to fake papers and enough money to get out of the country. He wants to set up a life in Brazil because Brazil, famously at that point, didn't have an extradition rights. So, as that's happening, they bring in Louch to help them kind of figure out and think the way that the whiskey robber would think. And they realize that he doesn't have the time to scout out. He doesn't have the time to scout out a new bank, so he's just going to 
rob a bank that he already hit. <laughs> and right when they got it down to about four places that they thought would be big enough that he would have enough money to get out of the country, the dispatcher gets over the, the radio and tells them one of those four banks is currently being robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Ambrose literally runs in the door and just yells, you know who I am. I have nothing to lose. <laughs> um, as he's as he's hitting the time locks to keep robbing the bank, the three minute mark, and all these police show up, and he can hear the police coming in the distance, and he can hear a helicopter coming in the distance, so he bolts <laughs> without robbing the bank fully. Right. He escapes out the window, goes and wades into a river, and then like swims for like miles down the river, goes into like goes into a bar, sits down, has a beer. Changes his clothes and then shaves his head and beard in the bathroom, <laughs> and then goes back to the writer's house. Oh, he also got that eighty-five to one hundred ten thousand um, dollar uh, figure from a uh, a plastic surgeon in the newspaper. Just like it was like a journalist and a plastic surgeon talking about how much money it would cost for him to like switch some of his features and get fake papers to run. So when he when he gets back to this apartment, he had only robbed the bank for about six and a half thousand dollars, and the city is in a police state at this point, like trying to hunt him down. Wow! So he lays low for a little while. The media are picking him up as a folk hero. He decides he wants to hit somewhere new. So he goes, he goes to his, he goes back to Eva's place, stays there for a week. And then decides to rob a small bank outside of the city. So he buys a um, he buys a scooter, <laughs> rides out near there, stakes it out, drinks an entire bottle of whiskey, goes in and robs the bank, bolts, leaves the scooter, and he only robbed about nine hundred and sixty dollars in this bank. Mm-hmm. The downside to it is that the quote from the biography says. His scooter cost about twelve hundred dollars, <laughs> so he robbed the bank, but still netted a loss because he forgot to take his scooter home. Jesus! So ten months after he's breaking out, broken out of jail, he decides that he he it's it's an all or nothing moment. He's right. Gonna do it. He's gonna do it. <clears throat> so, do you remember his? Do you remember his uh, manual? He had the uh, one yeah, to five it's... star, like difficulty ratings like a video game yes so he decides it's now or never if he's gonna do it he's gonna go big right so he decides to rob a full five-star bank that would have tons and tons of money but has tons of security and lots of employees so after being on the on on the run for 10 months on a monday he stumbles in and he um fakes himself an earpiece And he's also hammered too. He like has yet to he's yet to like be able to rob a bank without like being completely like shit housed. What did the earpiece look like? I they didn't say what the earpiece looked like, but he definitely like for he like made himself one and then kept talking like he was a part of a bigger team. <laughs> was it was it like one of those ones that are just like in the ear or did it have the little cord going down the neck? I mean I would assume if you're gonna do it, you'd want to do it right and get the little like the little like swirly cord thing that goes like yeah. down into the back of your collar. 
I was just wondering, did it be like, <clears throat> did you just put like a piece of cotton in there and then like some string? <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps talking to the button on his shirt. Are you asking if he shoved a tampon in his ear and was talking to a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, when in Rome. I would assume. <laughs> he's in Romania. He's not when in, in Romania. Romania. <laughs> Winomania in and, Romania. And you're also definitely using that term wrong. Yeah, well, whatever. It sounds right to me. <clears throat> so, so yeah, he fakes this earpiece, goes in, and is like mumbling himself to appear like he's part of a team. Steals all the security guards' guns, very sloppily. Um, the police all of a sudden after. He spends a full 16 minutes in this bank before the police show up. So he... Oh, he's also... He forgets that there's a back door uh-huh. to the bank. So he has all of his money. He's, like, wasted and forgets there's a back door. So he's standing at the front door, and he, he's, like, looking around, and he's like, okay, if I, like, go out and bolt to my left, I can hit this, like, woods, and I can p- potentially get away. But he also forgot that he had the teller lock the front door. <laughs> so when he goes to like yank on the door, it's locked. So he's like, okay, we gotta figure this one out. <laughs> and drunk, he decides to shoot the lock. <laughs> oh, yeah, not only did he have the teller lock the door, the keys were in his pocket. <laughs> the teller's pocket? No, in Ambrose's pocket. Okay. He had the keys on him to unlock this door. Forgot it was locked. Also forgot there was a back door. <laughs> And decides to take a shot at the at the lock. So the second he takes the shot, the police just open fire. Right. And everybody gets rained down on all this glass. He gets like cut very badly by the glass, like raining down. Um, <clears throat> but he finally like breaks open the lock, <laughs> bolts. He ducks under a car. And decides to jump, like, oh yeah, sees a house, decides to jump in the and in, into the backyard. He broke two of his fingers, lost a bunch of blood, and knocked himself out. <laughs> <laughs> the police are like searching around and don't find him. He's literally three hundred yards from the bank, <laughs> passed out in somebody's backyard, <laughs> and the police don't find him <clears throat> with a tampon in his ear. Yep. You know, like I'm was, like maybe I'm he would have because my... he like cut his shoulder real bad on the glass, so potentially that would have been helpful. <laughs> but in my head, like you said, he walked in like um, <clears throat> like you know, because he took the the earpiece, so he wanted to look like the guards and whatnot. But it's like I'm wondering if the guards look like regular guards because in my head he he looks like a secret service dude. And he's like trying to blend in, but he's obviously standing out. He's not trying you know to, he's not trying to blend in. He's trying to look like he has a, he has a group of people that he's working with that are already there. Okay. That makes way more sense. Right. Like think of it like heat, <laughs> you know, if they got like, if they're like talking into these radios and there's like a group of like eight of them robbing this bank, but there's like one person holding down all the tellers. It's like, what would you be? Sh- what would you be talking like? It's saying into that to try and convince people. Just, I don't know. He was also hammered, know. so like it was probably nonsense. If I we know. learned anything from last episode, <laughs> yes, drunk people tend to talk pretty much like nonsense. Yes. <clears throat> now, had he been, you know, 
fucking smoking some herb, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have done it in the first place, now that I think about it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm My glaucoma is fully treated. I'm just rambling. Go on. <laughs> so, yeah. He knocks himself out. The search doesn't find him. He did, however, actually take $220,000 from the bank. But he left, he had forgotten to grab one of his bags and had a phone card in it. <laughs> so the police trace the phone calls made on the phone card back to the house <laughs> where he's laying low. And um, as he's like trying to like put everything together and figure out how he can find like an underground plastic surgeon and somebody to fake papers for him so he can get out of the country. It just doesn't sound like a real person because really these scenarios sound so doesn't. fucking made up. It really doesn't. So as as that's happening, he's cooking dinner for the person who like owns the safe house to try to say like thank you for putting me up. I don't know, like right. something. He realizes that the is uh, is the guy who owns the guy whose house he's staying in goes out and is going to like run to the grocery store to grab like drinks to celebrate. And he stops and he's like looking out the window and just has one of those moments where he's like, it's quiet. Too quiet. <laughs> Too quiet. <laughs> so he's like, he realizes that something's going to happen. So he tries to make a bolt for it. And the second he gets out the door, he gets tackled by like 18 cops. <laughs> like they had surrounded the house and were coming in to raid him and, 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 um, and like take him back in. So when they take him back in, do you remember? Okay, so do you remember the the, the first X Men movie? Unfortunately, yeah. And do you remember like the last sequence where you have like Magneto in that giant cell that's all made yes. out of plastic? They yes. threw him in that. It was a complete. Like... It was a completely glass cell with fifteen metal doors that only open up when the last one had closed. <laughs> And they like completely refused for him to do any 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 interviews after that. The only person that, that could come in and see him was his lawyer. <laughs> and he yeah he was. Oh yeah, all his cell was also a one way mirror. So like, not only was it like all glass, he like has no clue if anybody's watching him at any given point or not. <laughs> Oh, man, they had a cell like that for somebody in some movie. I can't think of it now. Yeah. Is it, I don't know. His whole, like, crime spree, it just sounds too comical. Like, Yeah, it's... no, it totally does. I and mean, this is a biography. Like, I literally yeah. read, it's a biography called The Ballad of the Whiskey Robber. Like, I mean, everything down to, like, starts out as a pelt smuggler, is a professional hockey player, he's a bank robber, like escapes from a maximum security prison to go on the run for another year, like robs over 30 banks. Right. The second he's caught, he like confesses and the media loves him. Like all of it's so like cliched. Like that's almost to a point where like, if you tried to write that script and sell it to somebody, they'd be like, what are you talking about? This is the cheesiest thing I've ever read in my life. Because it sounds like if I were to read this script, it's like, Oh, another Jim Carrey movie. Is that what we're doing? (laughs) Um, but at the same time, I'd watch the shit out of it. I would it, watch man. the shit out of this movie, yeah. Yeah. So his lawyer tries to reverse all, reverse his previous confessions, which 
Like, while while he was on the run, his lawyer was trying to reverse his confessions. And they claimed that they would appeal any conviction. So, Ambrose was charged with 65 charges of robbery. <laughs> most of which were stealing the bank guard's guns. For, yeah, 29 different banks, several attempted murders... Oh yeah, they were uh the attempted murder was from the shootout at the other at the last bank. And they do disprove they do disprove the the attempted murder because they got someone to realize that all of the shots that were like the shot that Ambrose took only hit the lock. Right. <laughs> and all of the other like injuries that happened um the, all of the other injuries that happened were from police shooting in. <laughs> oh, he was also charged with somewhere between 30 and 40 charges of violation of personal freedoms, which was, <laughs> which was just locking the doors and holding people in the, in, in the banks again, um, against their will. Oh, they were looking for anything. And this was in 2001. So, um, he does not, he does not, uh, recant his confessions but he fought the charges of attempted murder he beats the attempted murder charges but was sentenced to 15 years in a maximum security prison was released in 2012 and guess what he does now Hmm. he writes poetry and makes ceramics like you do yeah i mean i guess he's chasing his bliss yeah i thought you were gonna say he's doing podcasts now you know what Let's look this up. Let's see if we can find one for him. Because uh, apparently this is going to be a really short episode, because that's the last of it. I don't well, know. I mean, the I was, people, I'm, des- let's, people deserve a short episode at this point. Let's, let's see if I can find any of his, um, of his uh, poetry. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. I'll look it up with you. Uh, I'm just finding a, a, a band called... Astronautilus that wrote a song called Attila Ambrose. Let's look that up. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this is a weird looking dude. He looks like a bro in this picture. Ambrose? Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of a bro. He was a professional hockey player. I know, but I'm still in the mindset like this is taking place in the 1930s. <laughs> it was 2001 is when he was arrested. I, I know, but still, like, wow, his pottery is actually not that bad. He's got some nice uh, Technique. pots, and uh, it looks like he made a flask there <laughs> out of ceramic. Uh, a couple bottle-looking things, some cups. It's all looking pretty good. I mean, it's pretty solid work for the most part. This. Looks like he made a mask of some kind here, like a tribal mask. I don't know if he actually made that. This is just Google Images, but still. <laughs> yeah, that's... And the only ones I know he made are the ones he's in the pictures with. <laughs> I think they're pretty good, though. Let's see, what's this one? This one looks like he has uh, some jars, some solid jars, you not know, just regular, some in the Ah, just, it, probably yeah, I mean, it's not outstanding pottery. It's not like, I'm not in awe of the pottery. It's just, it's pottery. I would drink out of that cup, I suppose. 
that somebody else Finally. wrote about him. Wait, what? what? The song I found that somebody else had written about him is actually pretty good. I'll pull out, I'll send you. Astronautilus? Yeah. I'll send you to spell. (laughs) Oh, well, look at that fucking... Google got my back. Google figured it out? Yeah. Man, my computer is just, like, chugging right now. I probably have way too many things running at the same time. That's probably why it looked like it froze up a little bit. I definitely did. And this recording, so I run it. Well, is that all we got on them? Yeah, this is a super short episode, I guess, but that's... I summed up all the notes I had on them. Just so you guys know as listeners, um, this will, at least for the time being, I don't see us going this like deep down and doing a multi-part series again. Um, This was definitely just like a learning curve as I was trying to figure out the format of the show. And... Like sitting down and reading the entire biography, as interesting as it was, I was like, "Oh, I want to tell like all of these little like cool details." And it was like, "No, we just got way too bogged down in some like really incons- in inconsequential details for it to be like an hour long podcast." Yeah, so really, it's like you're saying it's your fault. It's totally what my I'm fault. Hearing. It's totally my fault. I definitely should have just kind of done more, kind of research and kind of like scripted it out better, I guess. Other than that. You should listen to my show in a world with I do with our buddy Keith, where we talk about what life is like inside fictional worlds. Um, at the time of recording, the episode that will come out, the episode that will come out on Monday before this episode comes out. Oh wait, no! From the time of recording, this will be this will be out like. I have no clue what we're doing that week. We're <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that we're doing this one every two weeks, and we're an episode ahead. Yeah. So I have no clue what we're doing in a month. Listen, don't worry about it. You'll, it'll come out when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> the episode we're recording for next week is, or the episode we're recording this week for next Monday at time of recording is um, The Tick. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Have you watched the Amazon uh, pilot? No. Because I haven't either. I've been, I'm going to, like, probably tonight. Well, if I remember it, I'll talk about And, um, alter- this is the show alternates Thursdays with another show I do with Keith as well and our buddy Corey called Teasers, where we do movie review trailers. We review movie trailers. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, the last one we did here again at time of recording, but that should be, I can't tell anybody what's Listen, coming man. up right now. Just, uh, just stay tuned. At the time of recording, the one we just did was, um, the void baby driver and, um, the assignment, the assignment looks like a fucking pile of flaming garbage. <laughs> With Sigourney Weaver. Oh. Tony Shalhoub. (laughs) Oh, it sucks. I like both of them. I know, but this movie, like, this movie is somebody who, like, Sigourney Weaver's character, like, from what I gathered from the trailer, uses, like, is a doctor, and this hitman kills her brother. So as punishment, she goes, (laughs) she, she forcibly makes the assassin go under gender reassignment surgery. 
to just update all these film plots. So it's like, it's like, it's like transitioning as punishment. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I can't really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it looks it looks bad. Baby Driver looks awesome. It's the new um, uh, Egg Wright movie. I don't even know what what the old Edgar Wright movies are. Uh, Like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. Oh, okay. Scott Pilgrim. Ant-Man was supposed to be. Baby Driver's his heist movie, though. So if you like that show, you will probably love that movie, because I'm super excited for that movie. Well, no opinion yet. I just learned about this information. (laughs) I'll send you a link for it. Yeah. Um, Other than that, Josh, you have anything you want to plug? Um, Cassandra and I just opened a Twitter account called Wrestling with Revelations, and it's not what it sounds like. You have like, <laughs> it's it's not about um physically wrestling the monsters that are talked about in the Book of Revelations. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's oh, like because that sounds awesome. <laughs> I would listen to that. It's or like read uh, that. It's like a stoner realizing things about wrestling that he didn't want to know. <laughs> It's funnier now to think about it because we wanted to sound. Can like, I occasionally like, just? Can I occasionally just drop in and do and write a series of tweets for you guys? That's just like a play-by-play match for like that's like the Undertaker versus like the Cherubim. Undertaker just had his last match on Sunday. It was WrestleMania. Oh, it was yeah. super sad, actually. Anyway, mainly because he lost to Roman Reigns, and I can't stand Roman Reigns. But that's a whole other Twitter account. That's actually wrestling, Josh. <laughs> I know. It's like, how many wrestling Twitter accounts do you have? Uh, enough. Because once my, like, here, I'm going to live tweet this, and I'm going to fucking follow all these people, and the other one's just more parody. And then I have a Twitter account for every single one of these podcasts. If you want to follow this podcast on Twitter, the address is, I think I just, I think I just did at Swindler's Pod. But let me double check. Yep, at Swindler's Pod. Um, I don't tweet a ton on it, but it's mostly because we have 11 <laughs> followers, and most of them are me. <laughs> most of them are my other various um, <laughs> Twitter accounts. And Rasslin' Josh. <laughs> and your personal one. Yeah. And your girlfriend. And the co-hosts of my other shows. <laughs> so yeah, do that. Yeah, do that. Uh, get on the socials. Do the Facebook thing. I don't do the Facebook thing, but I encourage others to do the Facebook thing. There's, yeah, there's a page on Facebook as well. Rate and subscribe. Tell your friends. I promise they, they will get more interesting from here. Well, not more interesting, because I feel like this is an interesting story, but more concise. Yeah. This more, one just uh, like, took way too long. Give me the... Give me the big ones, you know? Hit me with the, the, big the stuff. real shit. Yeah. Which, actually, the, our first episode that's on um, Victor Lustig is doing pretty well. It's actually, like, picked up some steam. Cool. Um, I, looking at the analytics numbers, I'll tell you about it off mic. But, like, that one seems to be, like, pulling people's interest as opposed to a fucking four-part series <laughs> on a bank robber who is incredibly interesting. But, like, I could have done this and I should have done this in one episode. Oh, big. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, there's that. 
stick around. There's more stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Benacourt guy is interesting. Um, we will probably record a short, uh, a short episode on um, on um, DB Cooper relatively soon, just to put out on my other feed for In a World. We'll drop it here as soon as it comes out too. But I want to specifically do that for. I would say this perfect episode is kind of a perfect. Whatever. <laughs> this is too much rambling for what's going into the show. But, right. yes, follow Twitters, rate and subscribe, tell your friends. Bitch at me if I get somebody's name wrong. Oh, I don't even care. I, to be honest, Josh, if it's just between the two of us, I don't really either, but I want people to engage somehow. <laughs> <laughs> And if that's all I can get right now, that's fine. <laughs> uh, from us here, I'm Ethan Miller. And I'm Josh Gruber. And you've just been swindled. It's the first we finally time got it. it. <laughs> finally got it. Good night. Good night. <laughs>